our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Helen from Washington. And today, I have a personal story to share with you. After 10 years of living together as husband and wife, Albert and I decided to sign our divorce papers and parted ways. Albert resented this decision of mine, but truly at that time, I got no choice. I couldn't live a dead-end life with such a man. Albert got no job. Day after day, he just stuck to his computer. He used to jibber-jabber about his current job and its future once he was successful. Do you know how much potential this project has? Potential? But does it coin money for us? Of course. This would make large chunks of money, enough for you to be set for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah? Here are this month's bills. Can you use your large chunk of money to pay for these? <laughs> Not quite yet, but close, you can be assured. But then, a month, two months, five months, and even a year passed, and there was still no hope for his project to be seen. What a pipe dream. Although we were married, I was the one who handled all domestic affairs, even expenditure bills, rent, electricity, water, food, and living expenses. My crappy salary from working as a waitress in a fast food restaurant was entirely put into those bills. And to be honest, sometimes it's not enough, though. Since getting married, I hardly had time to take care of myself, buying a new dress, a new pair of shoes, a new lipstick. All of that seemed unaffordable to me. I really didn't get it. What's the point of marrying a husband? If that was the case, I should just have go for a divorce for my sake. And I did divorce. I came back to my mother's house in another city and cut off all contact with that man. I wanted to move on and have nothing to do with him in the future. Two years have passed, and my life seems to be more decent than before. I had been working as a saleswoman at the most luxurious boutique in the city center. Everything in my life's been the way I want it to be until the day I encountered Albert. But what's worth mentioning is that I saw him appearing in an article on the street. Yeah, in an article. You heard that right. According to that one, he started to have a flourishing <laughs> career thanks to a certain technology project. Despite being quite young, he was invited to be the CEO of a top-notch technology company in the city. I couldn't believe it. In the past, I used to curse and bitch about his useless projects day by day. Look at the CEO. He really is a great man. How commendable. I heard that his wife left him when he was starting a business. I bet she would regret it now. I think now she may be kneeling and begging in front of him. <laughs> I can imagine her face. I bet she would cry and plead. Could you please think of our hard times being together as husband and wife? Then give me the chance to remarry you. His imitation of a woman's voice pissed me off. How dare he say that while he knows nothing? He said, as if I needed Albert's pity money. I couldn't contain myself at the time. So, I battered him with my bag, which resulted in us being called to the police station. We continued our heated argument there. He didn't admit he was wrong and kept quarreling with me at the top of his lungs. She should be locked here so that she wouldn't batter anyone unruly in public places. He defamed me. Defamed you? We were just chatting about a woman who had nothing to do with you. 
Nothing to do with me? I am the woman you talked about. No sooner had the words left my mouth than those men bursted into laughter in the police station. He looked at me scornfully. Are you daydreaming? We were talking about a billionaire's ex-wife. Don't you know? I am his ex-wife. <laughs> so you can call him to go here? <laughs> call him? Tell him to go to the police station. I might be filled with scorn if he knows my situation. At this point, I had no choice but to call my mother to pay the bail. But don't you know, the person who came was not my mom, but Albert. Look at him now. He no longer had a poor scholar appearance like two years ago. He turned into a completely different person. He wore an elegant black suit, a luxurious watch on his wrist, and shiny boots. His current aura truly made people admire him, including me. I was drowning in his eyes while he walked in. Images of our blissful married life in the old days seemed to play in slow motion in my head. Next time, don't bother me with this nonsense. His words seemed to bum me out and wake me up. I knew he would despise me. Isn't it you? The one who shoots the mouth off that I insist on sharing the properties with you after divorce? Is it true? I never shot my mouth like that. I didn't even want to remember your existence. His words kept ringing in my ears until we left the police station. He forgot everything I did for him during his years of unemployment, in which he stuck his head in the projects that made him as successful as today. I felt a little bit lost deep inside in my heart. A few days later, I received a call from Albert when I was working. He invited me to a luxurious restaurant to talk. Maybe he regretted his bad behavior towards me the other day. Or he even wanted to come back to me. So in the afternoon, after work, I eagerly went to a shopping mall to buy a new beautiful dress, got a new hairstyle, and did a gorgeous makeup. It felt like I was going back to our very first date. I couldn't wait. Then I came to the address that he sent me. I couldn't hold my impression when looking at that luxurious restaurant. I went in excitedly. Albert had sat at the table. Looks like he was waiting for me to come. You came. Come and sit. Albert, he seemed to put his heart into this date. He was so gentle and ordered a table full of my favorite dishes. I've never thought that one day we would eat at such a luxurious restaurant. Um... Back then... You were only up to your ears in projects. Sometimes I wondered whether your wife was me or them. But back in those days, you were a wonderful cook. I really thought that I could eat the meals that you cook forever and never need to go to a luxurious restaurant. Albert's words reminded me of all the pieces of the past, little by little. Apparently, the conversation acted like an accelerant which made us become closer. Suddenly, Albert asked me to go somewhere else. I accepted immediately without any further consideration. Deep inside my heart at that time, there was a glimmer of hope about our love story. Albert took me to a small house on the outskirts of the city. When I walked into the house, I felt some familiar vibes. Do you remember? This is your dream house. I've built it. It's just that we're not together anymore. Indeed. I had decided to have such a beautiful little house for both of us. Did you prepare this for me? I thought you did hate me. I know what your purpose in approaching me is. Did you think that I would give you a chance? As it turned out, Albert has always thought that I approached him because of his money and because he was <laughs> successful at that time. I finally realized, after all, Albert just wanted to get revenge on me because I left him and he was struggling with his projects. I truly didn't understand. He didn't know that during those two years, what I did have put on the line because of him. He wanted me to live such a life while giving me no sign of hope. But at that time, he used the money that he earned to humiliate me. Sign this contract and take this check. I hope this will be the last time I see you. You... You... Don't you want the money? I can give you that. Just stop bothering me. In return for my excitement was a check. I wonder how he despised me at that time. I acted like I received that check, stared at it for a moment, then tore it into pieces and threw them on his face. I left in anger. 
I cannot let my self-esteem be destroyed like that. After getting home, I kept thinking about Albert's words. They were like a knife cutting my heart. I will definitely make him pay for what he did to me. Suddenly one day, I came across a recruiting advertisement from Albert Company. His company was recruiting for a saleswoman position with a lucrative salary. Okay, the more he wanted to avoid me, the more I would appear in front of him to make him frustrated. <laughs> and somehow, I succeeded in getting into his company. And do you know what expression won in his face when he saw me appearing at his company? He hit the roof and dragged me out of the company. You're in no position to appear in my company. Why? Your staff recruited me themselves. You have no right to kick me out. No right? Did you forget that I'm the CEO here? So what? What's the matter of hiring me? Are you afraid to fall in love with me again? Are you daydreaming? God knows. But if it's not that, what are you afraid of? Unexpectedly, those words made his face change color, and he immediately let me work at the company. But things weren't going as smoothly as I had hoped. Albert used his power to make me do all sorts of work. Sometimes, he asked me to buy him coffee. Other times, to get a bunch of clothes. Or even to run up and down the company lobby for nothing. And if I refuse his order, of course, he would give me two words. Being fired. But I did some payback though. Sometimes, I deliberately added a little vinegar to his coffee. Other times, I cut his clothes a little bit. Could you imagine his expression at that time? He went crazy, and obviously, he would find me to give punishment. But the angrier he was, the more satisfied I would be. I didn't know what the exact reason was, but Albert seemed to be annoyed every time I chatted with a male colleague in the company. But I didn't care. I will make him more frustrated. I intentionally do some intimate behaviors toward male colleagues, and I warned him not to let people know that I was his ex-wife. If you tell everyone that I'm your ex-wife, I won't leave you alone. Huh. I don't care. But you should remember, my company doesn't allow love in the workplace. Don't cause trouble and notoriety for this company. You can be assured. I won't bother you. You... You... Albert was speechless, which delighted me. <laughs> the company threw a party at the end of the year. I dressed up for the occasion. Albert was standing next to Norman, my sales manager. I approached them, and my intended target was, of course, not Albert. I greeted Norma while pretending not to notice Albert's presence. I invited Norman out to dance with me. We had a great time dancing. We performed a fantastic dance in front of the company's appreciation and astonishment. But what I didn't expect was that while I was still engrossed in the dancing atmosphere, Albert suddenly was frustrated and dragged me out of the party. What the hell are you doing just now? I did warn you not to have any love story at this company. Have I loved someone yet? Even if I have, it's not your business. You're poking your nose into my life. Is it because you have feelings for me? Stop daydreaming already. Right after hearing those words, I was little disappointed. Then I became enraged and left. Then please stay away from me. But as soon as I took off a few steps, my high heels broke. I lost my balance and fell forward. Just as I was about to collapse, a tall figure swiftly wrapped his arms around my waist and grabbed me. That familiar scent, that feeling of intimacy that I hadn't experienced for a long time. It was Albert. We made eye contact. Time seemed to freeze at that moment. Can we... can we somehow come back to each other? Um... Albert then raised me up. Looking down at the heels of my shoes, thinking for a second, then picking me up. God, what was he up to? This made me feel embarrassed, so I resisted and repeatedly smacked his chest. What the heck are you doing? Drop me to the ground. Everyone is staring. You're my wife after all. What are you afraid of? Don't you want to remarry? I... I... As you can see, he and I are now remarried. Our wedding was massive. He said he wanted to make up for me for what I didn't get when we were both impoverished.
My thumbs flew over the controller at lightning speed as I battled my coworker Andy while everyone else cheered from the sides. How did you get that level up? Where have you learned these moves? From the deep dark corners of the internet, my friend, and I'm about to own your butt. With that, I unleashed my final secret move and blew up the enemy. You're a loser, I'm a winner, your mama's buying me chicken dinner. Suddenly, there was pin drop silence, and I turned around to face the dragon store manager, aka Andy's mom. You have 10 seconds to clear up this mess and get back to your jobs, or you're all fired! My name's Ellie. I'm a computer expert, gamer, hacker, and overall top-notch geek. I led a very exciting life in the virtual realm, but in the real world, my life was pretty average. Until one day, everything changed. Yeah, we say that a lot around here, don't we? But before I continue, please like and subscribe. Ever since I was a kid, I was obsessed with computers. And by the time I was 12, I was writing code, developing software, and even doing some basic hacking. And I was addicted to video games. I thought I was cool, but that was not a popular opinion. By the time I reached high school, I was pretty much used to having a seat at the outcast's table. And things weren't much different at home. I was raised by my single mom, who was my polar opposite. She was a social butterfly who loved throwing lavish parties for her wealthy friends and was always trying to set me up with her sons. A nightmare. Mom, can I go to my room? I ate too many dumplings earlier. I don't feel so good. You're not fooling me, Ellie. See that boy over there? He's single and very rich. Go talk to him. That boy played football at my school, and he was surrounded by some popular girls. And I walked over. Hi, uh, I, uh, oh god, save yourselves! Then I threw up all over the boy and the head cheerleader. Of course, I was a laughing stock in school the next day, and I started hiding out in the library. One day, I was playing a game when I got an invite to a virtual treasure hunt with a huge cash prize. The disclaimer read, only super smart, hardcore gamers need apply. It was like someone was describing me. I breezed through each challenge, but when I got to the last level, my computer suddenly froze, and then it became lifeless. No! But this was just the beginning of a series of unfortunate events. Soon after my 18th birthday, mom suddenly fell really sick. The doctors ran a million tests and gave her expensive treatments, but nothing was working. And we had a ton of medical bills we couldn't pay because mom's credit cards were all overdrawn. We're poor and I'm sick. Find a rich man so you can have a good life. How am I supposed to do that? Boys don't even notice me. We're poor. F find a rich man. A rich man. Find my daughter. What did I say? Daughter, find rich? My man? I mean, um... F -f find a rich man. And then my mom slipped into a coma. My life turned around 180 degrees. I had no idea when mom would be okay. I was drowning in debt, my grades were suffering, and I felt so alone. But then one day, as I was leaving my work shift, a strange man came running to me and shoved a device in my hand, then fled the scene. You've been selected for a top secret mission. This message will self-destruct in 30 seconds. I read the details fast. I'd make a ton of money and work with computers and security systems all day. Was this for real? My life was at rock bottom anyway so it was worth finding out. I accepted, and a second before the time ran out, I tossed the device into the air, and it exploded. What in the Mission Impossible? And the next day, I was whisked away in a private jet to a state-of-the-art facility with a dozen computer geeks. All day, we worked on hacking software, computer codes, and sophisticated simulations. We were given board and lodging, too, and for the first time, I was with people I had something in common with. A week later, I was busy working at my desk when this guy a few years old than me walked in, and I felt like the Matrix had glitched. Like I was Ellie in a parallel dimension where it was possible for Ellie to fall in love with a boy at first sight. And he was like a young Keanu Reeves, but with spectacles. So hot. I don't remember the part where I floated away from my seat, but suddenly I found myself standing in front of him. Can I help you? Uh, maybe I can help you. I'm very helpful. Help me help you. What? Sorry, let me... Ow! I just poked myself in the eye. <laughs> uh, let me introduce myself. 
Hi, I'm Smelly. I mean Ellie. It's short for Eleanor, or Elena, or Elaine. I extended my hand, and as he shook it, I screamed. What? What happened? Oh, it's not your fault. That was just a very firm handshake, and I have a very low threshold for pain. Like, really. I once fainted when an apple fell from a tree and hit my head. It wasn't even a hard apple. Like, it was rotten and squishy, but he walked away while I was still talking. That's the head of the company, girl. Oh, my gigabytes. This demigod was my boss? His name was Liam Finch. He could solve any problem, crack any code, and he looked amazing while doing it. I had such a giant, stupid crush on him, and I couldn't help recalling Mom's words about finding a rich man for a better life. Liam looked and smelled expensive. I had to get him to ask me out, and I turned to Ask Brain 2 for helpful tips. The next day, I turned up to work in a tight, short dress, and I'd made sure to apply plenty of tanning lotion to look like those gorgeous models I'd seen online. All eyes were on me, and I was sure to have the same effect on Liam. Before we start this meeting, I have to ask Emmy, are you having a reaction to something? Emmy, speak up, whoever you are. The boss is asking you something. Oh, wait, you meant me. It's Ellie. <laughs> and, uh, no, I I'm good. I think you should go to the bathroom. There's some anti-allergy medicine in the first aid kit there. This wasn't the reaction I'd expected, but when I looked at myself in the mirror, I screamed. The tanning lotion had turned so orange, I looked like a radioactive carrot. The next day, I came to work wearing huge fake eyelashes, but those stupid things made my eyes feel heavy and I couldn't stop blinking. Later in the cafeteria, one of my coworkers came up to me as I waited in the lunch line, and he had some ketchup on his upper lip. Hey, Ellie, I, I saw you in the meeting today. Um, okay, I saw you too, buddy. But first, you got something right here. Out of nowhere, the guy pulled me close and planted a moist kiss on my lips. I pushed him away and punched him hard. Ellie, what the heck? First you keep winking at me all through the meeting, and then you ask me to kiss you, and then you hit me? Excuse me, what? He kicked up a huge fuss to Liam about being assaulted, and then he quit. That was one of our best coders, and you've made him leave. Well, he hit me first. Like, I mean, he was hitting on me, and it was gross. Are you sure? Why would anyone want to hit on you? Um, why wouldn't anyone want to do that? But Liam just walked away without replying. A couple of days later, Liam threw a small farewell party for his secretary, Jessica. She was so annoyingly model-like, and I couldn't be happier to see her leave. Hey, Jessie, I'm really sad you're leaving. Want me to help you pack? I'm very helpful. Uh, wait, isn't that a company paperweight? No, it's mine. I brought it from home. I'm pretty sure it belongs to the office. But hey, it's just a paperweight. Are you calling me a thief? Why don't I just take that from you? We won't mention this to anyone. Give it back to me, you witch! It's not yours, Jesse. You're robbing the boss blind! As we both pulled at the paperweight, I suddenly lost my balance and let go, and it went flying straight into Jessica's perfect fake nose. Emmy, what's the matter with you? Do you think I care if my secretary takes a useless paperweight from the office? I was just trying to do the right thing, sir. The right thing would be to stop injuring my employees. The next morning, I gave myself a pep talk in the staff room before work. Okay, the last few days have been bad, Ellie. But today's a new day to show everyone what a cool, brilliant chick you are. You got this, girl. Now show yourself some self-love. I kissed my reflection, but when I opened my eyes, I was horrified to see Liam standing behind me. Can you please keep things professional and practice your makeout skills in private? Which, I might add, need a substantial amount of work. Jeez. What? No, 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 that's not what it was. Oh, God. This was almost as bad as the day Mom went into a coma. The next day, while I was busy coding, I couldn't help thinking about my makeout skills. I turned to my trusty advisor, Google. But when I opened up the first link, some kind of virus popped up on everyone's screens. Your system is under attack and will be immediately destroyed. Goodbye. And then every screen went blank. There was a wave of shocked silence across the room. Who the heck opened an insecure link? I felt about as small as an ant. I am so sorry, Liam. It was a... a small error of judgment. Small error? Your small error may have catastrophic consequences for our national security! Sorry, what? 
I thought this was a private security company. I recruited people I believed I could train to be the very best. Because every code we write and every firewall we construct has massive importance. But you've caused a major breach. And now I have to fix your mess. And I was clearly wrong about you. You don't belong here. Pack your things. You're going home tomorrow morning. And it's not Liam. It's Mr. Finch. I felt like I'd been punched in the stomach. This place was the most at home I'd ever felt, and I'd really screwed things up. The next morning, I was going to the office to turn in my employee card. When I stopped short, the building had been sealed and was surrounded by police officers, and my co-workers were being arrested. They slipped away quickly, my heart racing. What the heck was going on? The only thing I could think of was finding Liam. If he hadn't been arrested already, too. I made my way to his place and rang the buzzer a few times, but no one answered. Then I overrode the code of the security lock, and the door clicked open. I'd just taken a few steps in when someone leapt at me and pushed me to the ground. And I found Liam on top of me with a chopstick. Emmy, how did you get in? And why do you know where I live? It's a top-secret location. We we sell that lock at the store where I worked at before, so I'm very familiar with the software. And I, uh, hacked your smartwatch to track your whereabouts a few weeks ago. Just for fun, I swear. See, smartwatches aren't actually that smart. They should be kind of called dumb watches. Also, were you going to poke my eye out with a chopstick? Get up. Why are you even here? Because I went to the office and everyone was getting arrested. Well, it's all your fault. What? Since our security systems were down after you downloaded that virus, something invaluable was stolen from us last night. And now, we're all in big trouble, and I have to go into hiding. You're leaving? Will I ever see you again? Unlikely. You've ruined everything. Just go home. Look, Mr. Finch, this is ridiculous. There are plenty of problems in your security system that I've been studying for the past few weeks. And someone would have figured those out sooner or later anyway. So stop blaming me and please tell me what's going on. Also, why is it so hard for a genius like you to remember that my name is Ellie? Liam looked surprised at my outburst. And just as he was about to speak, we heard cars screeching outside. The police are here for me. I gotta go. Whoa, whoa, wait. I'm coming with you. I can't survive jail or torture. I told you, I have a very low threshold for pain. Oh, God, just shut up. Liam grabbed my hand and led me to the kitchen, where he opened a trap door in the floor and started climbing down, and I followed. Dark, narrow spaces. I hate dark, narrow spaces. I'll die if a mouse jumps on me. We ran through an underground passageway, climbed up another ladder and out of a gutter hole, and onto a main street several blocks away. Liam dashed towards a car and we jumped in, but just as we were driving off, several police cars came to a stop in front of us. Wow, we managed to escape for all of two minutes. Okay, Mr. Finch, Liam, whatever. If I never see you again, I just want to say that you're the most beautiful... Suddenly, Liam hit the pedal hard and started driving in reverse like a maniac. Oh my god, what are you doing? I'm too young to die. I've spent all my life behind computer screens. I haven't seen the world. I've never even been on a beach. You know what? I'll go to jail. You can drop me off anywhere convenient. Liam took a sharp turn into a street, avoiding a truck by half an inch. He turned the car around 180 degrees and started driving even faster. I saw two black cars hot on her tail. Emmy, I need you to get a freaking grip and tell me the coordinates of the city's main bridge. We're gonna be jumping off of it. You can swim, right? Of course I can't swim! I'm terrified of water! That's why I've never been to a beach! We're not jumping off any bridge, you psycho! Can you please do what I'm saying and just trust me? There's a life jacket under the seat. Strap that on and find me the bridge. Now! With shaking fingers, I located the bridge and fed the coordinates into the car's GPS. Undo your seatbelt, and when I say go, open the car door. Your seat will automatically eject, and you'll land in the water. Don't panic. You're wearing a life vest, and I'll get to you quickly. You ready? I've never been less ready for anything in my life. Okay, then. Go! Liam swerved the car off the bridge and into the air. My seat ejected immediately, and I landed headfirst into the water. Before I could panic completely, Liam swam over to me swiftly, grabbed me by the waist, and pulled me onto the shore. 
We ran down some docks where Liam found an unlocked car, and we sped away in it. I was too shocked to even speak anymore. Liam drove us out of the city to some abandoned warehouse, where we were let in by an elegant older woman. Hello, Agent Skywalker. I was expecting you to be alone. So was I. Agatha, trust me, this wasn't part of the plan. All right, all right, I've had enough. Can you tell me what's going on, Agent Skywalker? Liam finally told me that he was a CIA agent who had been assigned the task of recruiting a special security team to protect the government databases and national secrets. But there's another CIA agent who has gone rogue, and yesterday, she broke into our facility and stole the key to a new weapon the government's developing. And she's framed me for the theft. Now everyone thinks I'm a traitor. Luckily, the key's heavily encrypted, but someone will break the code soon, and I have to get it back before they do. It's the only way to clear my name. That's why I couldn't let myself get arrested. And Agatha here's an old friend. She's the only one I can trust right now. So, what's the next plan of action? I have a fairly good idea where the rogue agent took that key. So I'm going there, and you will stay here. Look, I can hardly believe I'm saying this after the horrible day I've had, but I think you should take me with you. I'm a really good coder and hacker, and I can help. I'm very helpful, actually. I just haven't had a chance to... Okay, then, let's go. What, now? I thought you'd offer me some food first, and I wouldn't mind a nap. Now! Wait, Agent Skywalker, aren't you forgetting something? What? You know, the thing... Agatha, I really don't have time for riddles, so just say it. Okay, you're forgetting your lucky underwear from your Star Wars collection, the one you always wear before an important mission. I looked at Liam's face and burst out laughing. <laughs> lucky underwear? Oh my god. Oh jeez, I think I peed my pants. <laughs> Oops, I really did. Um, can I get some underwear too, please? According to Liam, the key was in a highly secure facility inside a toothpaste factory. The only way we could get in was to wear employee uniforms and hide in the back of one of the company trucks taking some supplies inside. Dark, confined spaces. I hate dark, confined spaces. Why don't you try distracting yourself? Sure. Why don't you help me do that? Why was Agatha calling you Agent Skywalker? Because of your lucky underwear? It's just one of my many names. Is Liam your real name? No. So what is your real name? I'm obviously not gonna tell you. Okay then, do you tell your girlfriends your real name? Depends. I haven't dated in a while, especially after what happened with the last one. Why? What happened? None of your business. Let me guess, she couldn't put up with your cold heart anymore? Or she found out you're lying about your identity and thought you're a cheater. Oh no wait, I've got it. Some enemy of yours killed her. <laughs> Liam went quiet and my heart suddenly sank. Oh my god, no! She really died? Uh, I couldn't save her, Ellie. I'm sorry, Liam. I'm so sorry. That's so tragic. And it also explains why you're a cold-hearted robot now. I mean, this kind of stuff changes a person. Jeez, why are you so gullible? I'm a CIA agent. I'm trained to convincingly lie about anything. That was a joke? Dude, that's just mean. Well, if you still want a sob story, she did betray me. My ex is the rogue agent, and she's the one who's stolen the key and framed me. Are you happy now? Oh, wow, that's a lot. So, how do you feel about it? Like, I just want you to be quiet now. I silently processed everything I'd just heard, but after a few minutes, I started feeling anxious again. I wish I was special. So very special. But I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What am I doing here? I don't belong here. Please, please stop. You're sucking up the limited oxygen in here. You're not the boss of me. Well, you were, but then you fired me, remember? And since you won't talk to me, I'm gonna sing. How are you gonna make me shut up, huh? I can think of at least one way. Suddenly, Liam moved closer and put his hands on my face. Oh my god, was he about to kiss me? 
Just then, the truck jolted to a halt, and Liam pushed me away. Rude! We quietly slipped out and made our way to the entrance. We scanned the fake IDs Agatha had given us, and we were inside the building. Liam had the building's blueprints, and he led the way to the surveillance room. We peeked inside to see a security guard observing the screens, and Liam quietly crept up to him. Just then, my nose started itching like crazy, and I tried desperately not to sneeze. The guard turned around, and Liam punched him hard in the face, then stabbed him with a tranquilizer. Why do you look like you're gonna be sick? I've only put him to sleep. Oh, I know. I'm just terrified of needles. I think I told you, I have... Yeah, yeah, a very low threshold for pain, I remember. Okay, we gotta check all the rooms in this place. There's gotta be a team working hard to decode that key. We scanned all the screens, but it seemed like there was hardly anyone in the building. Just then, I spotted an empty room with only a glass case in the center. Liam, do you think the key's in that vault? Yeah, it looks like it. Listen, Ellie, I need you to hack into their system and find out whatever you can about the security measures in that vault. I'm gonna be by the door to keep an eye out. You got it. I was totally lost in my work, when suddenly, my eyes flitted to one of the screens. Um, Liam, what did you say your ex-girlfriend looked like? I don't think I said anything. Would you say she's a skinny supermodel type with lovely blonde hair, a perfect jawline, and very, very long legs? Yeah? Why? Well, if we don't scram out of here in the next three minutes, I think you're about to be reunited with your ex. She's coming this way! Liam grabbed my hand and we ran out and down the corridor like crazy. Suddenly, security alarms started blaring all over the building. I guess she found the unconscious guard in the surveillance room. Ellie, why have you stopped running? I... I'm so... out of breath. I'm a computer person. On my butt all day. Not used to... running. Suddenly, Liam swept me up like a sack of potatoes, flung me over his shoulder, and started running again. All the entrances were being sealed, and Liam managed to get through the last one seconds before it slammed shut. We went rolling onto the ground, then got up quickly and sprinted as some guards chased us. As soon as we got outside the gates, a car screeched to a stop in front of us. Get in! Hurry! Yet another narrow escape. Was the mission successful? Far from it. We didn't manage to get the information we needed to break into the vault where the key's being kept. What are you talking about? I downloaded every single piece of information on their system in this flash drive. This one. No, wait. Not this one, either. It's the neon green one. It's my favorite. Aha! Here you go. What? Oh my god, Ellie. You're amazing. He pulled me into a hug, and I was so startled that I didn't even hug him back. I wanted to kick myself for this wasted opportunity. And when we got back to the safe house, I crashed onto my bed like a malfunctioned hard drive. I was exhausted, but I kept having nightmares, and at some point, I woke up in a cold sweat. Just then, I screamed to see a dark shadow hovering over me, and I punched it hard. Ow! Liam, what are you doing here? You were shouting in your sleep. I was just checking on you. Aw, you came to see if I was okay? Well, that's too much to hope for. I already know you're unhinged. Jeez, I think you've broken my nose. What, with these jelly arms? Come on, don't be a baby. A baby could punch harder than me. I'm not being a baby. Ugh. Since you're finally up, let me show you what we found from that information you got. Agatha and Liam then proceeded to tell me that we didn't need to break into the vault. Apparently, they discovered a foreign delegation was visiting the embassy in two days for a big event, and the stolen key would be exchanged there. The rogue agent, Princess Leia, will be disguised as a journalist. She will be secretly handing it over to this undercover foreign... Whoa, hold on. Your ex-girlfriend's codename is Princess Leia? Oh, now I get why you're Agent Skywalker. <laughs> That's really cheesy. Can you focus on what's actually important? Leia might recognize you, Liam, even in disguise. I can get you in the building as the kitchen staff. But we need to send someone else in as a guest. Preferably a pretty harmless-looking girl who can get close enough to the arms dealer to find out when the exchange is happening. I'm not sure I can. Wait, Ellie, you're a girl. Gee, thanks for finally noticing. She's not a trained agent. It's too dangerous. Yeah, man. Stop putting me in danger. You'll just be like any other guest at the event, and I'll be close by and constantly in touch with you. Please, Ellie. 
this is my last chance before the key leaves the country. Okay, okay, fine. You can act like a cute, flirty girl, right? I'm used to my mother throwing me at rich guys, so yeah, I have some practice. You should be prepared for anything. You know, once I was working the field, I had to kiss a mafia boss to distract him. It brought down his whole operation. She's not very good in that department, Agatha. I've seen her practicing in a mirror. That's not what I was doing! Look, I'm a pretty good kisser, okay? Well, it's an important skill any undercover agent should have. So, prove it. Prove it? How? You could just kiss me, duh. What, like right now? Is that really necessary? Maybe she just finds you ugly, Agent Skywalker. I didn't say that. I mean, who would find him ugly? He's very good looking. That's just a fact. Like, I'm sure even a lesbian would find him attractive. Then it's just your bad kissing skills stopping you, I guess. Let's hope you don't need to use them. You know what, man? Just shut up. I suddenly grabbed Liam and kissed him hard. He kissed me back, and my brain exploded with fireworks. Well, uh, that was not half bad. It was good. Great, even. Yeah, she'll be fine. I, um, I'm gonna get some more coffee. I'm proud of you, kid. Two days later, as I was getting ready for the event, I felt sick with anxiety. Just then, someone knocked gently, and Liam walked in. Wow, you clean up nice. I mean, uh, your dress is pretty. I think I'm gonna barf all over it soon. Don't be so nervous. I won't let anything happen to you. Here's your earpiece. It has a tracker in there. I'm just not cut out for this, Liam. I'm not so sure about that. Do you know anything about your dad, Ellie? My dad? No, I don't. He left when I was just a few months old. Yeah, because he was an undercover CIA agent, too. What? Your dad was one of the best agents in the field, and he was brilliant with computers. He's not around anymore, but he served his country well. And finding you wasn't just a coincidence. We've been keeping an eye on you. And you proved you have his skills when you crossed every level on that treasure hunt game we sent you. So maybe you are meant for all this. It's in your blood. You, you've met my dad? Yeah, once. You have his eyes too. He tucked my hair behind my ear and gave me a warm smile and my heart nearly fell out of my chest. Just then Agatha walked in saying the car was ready. At the event, I was looking everywhere for the arms dealer, and I finally spotted him. Just then, a tall, dark girl with glasses approached him and whispered something in his ear, and they both started walking out of the hall. Princess Leia is on the move. I think the exchange is happening now. Follow them to see where they're going. I'll come after you. I rushed out of the hall and saw them going down a corridor. They walked to the end of it and entered the room on the left. I inched closer, and as I tried peeking through the door, I suddenly lost my balance and fell inside. And all eyes turned to me. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought this was the bathroom. Sorry, sorry. You can continue with whatever you were doing. Not so fast, girl. Ow, ow, that hurts. Hey, maybe it was just a mistake. She seems like a harmless little girl. Oh, really? Is that why she's wearing an earpiece? That? That's my hearing aid. Who do you work for? What? I can't hear you! Look, we can't do the exchange right now. This place is probably surrounded by federal agents. Leave immediately. I will create a distraction. And you, girl, you're staying here. Sit down. I plopped my butt into a chair as the girl took out a laptop and started typing like crazy. What you doing? You know, I'm very good at computers. You need any help? Oh, I'm just activating an explosive device linked to this laptop that will go off in five minutes and blow up half of this place. So that should create a nice distraction. What? I gotta run, babe. It was nice meeting you. Ciao. She then ran out of the room and locked it from outside. Oh my god! I stood frozen in panic, staring at the screen seeing my life flash before my eyes. But then somehow, I managed to muster some courage. Okay, okay, calm down, Emmy. I mean, Ellie, it's just a laptop. Any software can be overwritten. Anything can be decoded. You can do this. 
You got this, girl. I tried everything I knew, but nothing was working. And then I had a brainwave. I opened Google and typed in the website from where I downloaded the virus at work. I clicked on it and the screen turned red. Your system is under attack and will be immediately destroyed now. Goodbye. And then the laptop went blank. I'd actually done it. Oh my God. I collapsed to the floor. And just then the door burst open and Liam pulled me into his arms. Ellie, are you okay? Leia took your earpiece and I ended up following her instead. Did you manage to stop her? Did you get the key? Yeah, I did. Agatha hadn't told me before, but she'd call in the other agents to help. And I'm really glad. We needed it. Leia's under arrest, and so's the arms dealer. That's amazing! And Liam, did you know that I just defused a very large explosive device and saved many lives? You did what? The federal agents evacuated the embassy and scanned the entire building and found the device that had been linked to the laptop. You're a hero, Ellie. Seriously. You're the smartest girl I've ever met. I'm hiring you back immediately. We can train you to be a field agent. That's very kind of you, but I'd actually like to go home. Earlier today, I got a message from the hospital that my mom's out of her coma. She's been asking for me. Oh, wow, that's great news. But you can come back once she's better, right? You know what? I don't think so. Yeah, my dad was an agent, but I'm not meant for this life of high stress, crippling anxiety, and close calls. I'm just an ordinary nerd who's happy behind a computer screen. Okay, no field agent. Just a desk job then. Ellie, I'm trying to say something here. I would personally like you to stick around. Maybe we can even go out for dinner sometimes. I owe you a decent meal. Look, Liam, it's not exactly a secret that I've had a giant crush on you since we met. But the truth is, I don't have a crush on the real you, because I don't know the real you, and I probably never will. I mean, what's your real name? Liam just looked at me silently. Yeah, I thought so. But I get it. You're meant for this life, and it suits you. But it's not for me. Just one thing. Can I take this dress with me? It's all yours. I extended my hand and he shook it gently. Then I got into the car waiting for me and left. Back at home, I was overjoyed to see mom doing well. And with my large paycheck, I was able to take care of all our bills and then some. Oh my daughter, we're rich! Did you find rich man? No, mom. I worked very hard for this money. And I'm in charge of the finances now. But to celebrate mom's recovery, I decided to throw her one lavish party with all her friends at Christmas. And I was trying not to zone out of a very boring conversation with some rich, dumb jock when suddenly the doorbell rang. Liam, what are you doing here? It's Norman. Huh? What's Norman? My real name! Oh, Norman! Ouch, that's not a cool name, dude. I know that. Listen, Ellie, I miss you, okay? You're crazy and you talk a lot, and you're an awful singer. There's never a dull moment with you around, because you're also smart and beautiful and adorable. And I tried to keep a cold front because I didn't want to get too close. But despite my best efforts, I can't stop thinking about you. You're anything but ordinary. So yeah, my real name's Norman, and I'm willing to tell you more if you agree to go out with me. I'm not even your type. Evil Longlegs Barbie is your type. Not anymore. Geeky Jelly Arms Computer Nerd is my type now. And then he pulled me into a kiss. You're like my boyfriend now? I like the sound of that. Can I tell my mom you're rich? I am rich. Like, really rich. Perfect! Mom! I found a rich man! <gasps> Hi everyone, my name is Cassie. And I'm so perfect that all the boys lose their heads over me. However, at some point, all that changed. Well, I'm so perfect that I shine brighter than the sun. I mean, there's got to be a reason why all guys lose their head over me, and probably their vision, because I'm a real dazzler. 
Every one of them dreams of being my boyfriend. And I'm hoping amongst all this mighty crowd to find the one who will also dazzle me with his brilliance and ideally with some diamonds. Boys fight for my attention all the time. I'm used to it. Once, two boys even did a motorbike race for me. I sat bored in the bleachers of the stadium, painting my nails while they rode around. I have no idea what they were trying to accomplish. I left the stadium immediately after a local rich kid texted me. Oh, you have no idea how long I've been on the hunt for him. For the first time in my life, I had to chase someone instead of turning around and laughing at the poor saps who tried to chase me. But unfortunately, I got my hopes up for nothing when Mark asked me out. He just invited me to a party and then he just treated me like a friend. But it's better than sitting in the stadium and waiting for two idiots to finish a useless race. Anyway, I was enjoying my life as Miss Perfect. At some point, however, I sensed something wasn't right. In fact, I noticed various prophetic signs as early as this morning. For instance, my hairdryer stopped working. I accidentally broke a nail with a nail file. How is that possible? Well, somehow it is possible. I must have been cursed by some evil nail master spirit. Also, I was in such a hurry to get to school. I wore a shirt that totally didn't match the skirt. At first, I wasn't surprised that the boys weren't paying attention to me. After all, I wasn't in the best shape and they must have noticed my broken nail. However, it turned out to be much worse. A new girl came to our school who wowed absolutely everyone with her beauty. Even Mark, who I'd been chasing. That's when I knew I was screwed. Not only was she more perfect than me, I wasn't even in the best shape that day. And the new Miss Perfect also noticed my broken nail, my flawed hairstyle, and my horrible shirt. Who is that? I asked my classmate. Her name is Rebecca, and she's joining our class. What? She's going to be our classmate? Oh no. As soon as the new girl walked into class, I was afraid that all the guys were going to choke on their drool. How pathetic and ridiculous they look. I decided heavily and sent out a group message that I was inviting everyone to the party on Saturday. After all, I've been in the school longer than Rebecca, and I've built up quite a reputation. Plus, my parties are legendary. But no one showed up on Saturday. I, of course, was outraged, so I tried to find out where everyone had gone. As it turned out, Rebecca was also having a party that day, and everyone went to her place because she had a pool and a cool DJ was playing. This is outrageous! I yelled out. I was so angry, I smashed a carafe full of punch. I couldn't take it anymore, and I went to the party too. I wanted to know what I was being traded for. There was lots of delicious food and drinks. Guys were swimming in the pool, and the DJ was rocking the crowd on the dance floor. Whatever. Nothing fancy. Just a regular party. Mine would be cooler. When Rebecca approached me with a tray of snacks on it, I gave her an arrogant look and smacked her on the arm. And all the food went flying onto the ground. Who do you think you are? You come to our school and decide you're in charge? No, that's not going to work. I'm in charge. You're nobody and will stay that way if you continue to show off. The new girl started crying. I was pleased with myself for bringing Rebecca to tears but I didn't expect all the boys to turn against me. The boys immediately started calming her down. Why did you come here? You've only spoiled everyone's mood. Get lost. Their bluntness made me gasp for air. Rebecca was embraced by my admirers, and I was supposed to leave? What? Am I in a parallel universe? I had no other choice. I left the party in tears. The next day, I was in for a real shock. Mark gifted Rebecca a red Porsche. He was moved by the girl's tears that he decided to cheer her up. Happy Rebecca hugged the boy and kissed him on the cheek while I burned with jealousy and anger. Porsche? Seriously? Just over some tears? If I had known it was that easy, I'd be throwing tantrums for Mark every week. I wanted to throw rotten eggs at that car, but that would probably ruin my reputation even more. Instead, I decided to be friends with Rebecca, and then after, I discovered all her secrets. Destroy her. But as soon as I approached the new girl, she was immediately surrounded by her high school football players, who used to carry me in their arms. Stay away from her. One of them said, I just wanted to talk. You already talked once and made Rebecca cry. We won't let her get hurt. You go near her again, 
and he won't let you get away with it. Got it? Threatened the other one. Holy crap, are they all crazy? Maybe Rebecca had some kind of magic and put a spell on all the guys. I thought nobody would ever look at me now, but I still had admirers outside of school. So I decided to start dating one of those motorbike guys who did a race in my honor back then. His name was Zach. He won, by the way. We drove up to the supermarket on this awesome motorbike, and we looked great. Right up until the moment when Rebecca and Mark pulled up in their limo. They made us look lame and ridiculous. At the store, Mark was buying Rebecca everything she pointed her finger at, and I had to choke down a cheap candy bar because my boyfriend spent most of his money on gas. Hey, I caught Mark by the arm and took him aside. Do you know she's taking advantage of you? Rebecca's a nice girl, and she's not capable of that. You, on the other hand, really like my money. And you were the one who wanted to take advantage of me. So back off. He pushed me away and walked over to Rebecca holding a brand new purse. No, that's not how it works. If this little upstart thought she could outshine me, she's dead wrong. Because I wasn't about to give up without a fight. First, I decided to find out more about who Rebecca was. Luckily, my boyfriend's dad was a cop so I was able to get some information about her. Turns out, Rebecca and I went to the same primary schools. I immediately remembered an invisible girl who I used to make fun of a lot. No one ever noticed her because all the attention was on me. Was she now determined to get back at me? I also found out that one time, Rebecca got into a serious fight with some girl and her parents got a fine. Hmm, why don't I just get her involved in a fight? Then her reputation would definitely be ruined. Well, why would you do that, Cassie? Zach asked, while waxing his bike. I want my reputation back. I want everyone to lose their head over me again. But you already have me. Why do you need others? The guy hugged me, and I wanted to scream at his stupidity. What do you mean, why? Zach was not the best option. I wanted guys like Mark, not poor guys on motorbikes. You wouldn't understand. It's, you know, a girl thing. I giggled stupidly. The next day, I did my best to provoke Rebecca, but she remained calm. And I was about to say goodbye to my reputation at school forever when I overheard a very interesting conversation. Rebecca was talking to my classmate and telling her how annoying Mark was and that she only puts up with him because of the money. She also added that she's sick of all her followers and that she wanted to steal my boyfriend. Wow, that was unexpected. It's a good thing I filmed the whole thing. I told Zach about it but he wasn't supportive. Well, why don't you post that video for all to see? It'll only help her, and now she's suffering. But then everyone will be disappointed in her and I'll go back to being Miss Perfect. To me, you're already perfect, and I would never look at someone like Rebecca. I don't know why, but his words really impressed me. No one had ever said anything to me like that before, and Zach was able to surprise me and make me feel good without money or gifts. But despite that, I didn't want to back down from my plan. Putting the video online was too easy. What about playing it during our traditional end of school year ball? The effect would be amazing. For me, of course. When I got to the prom, I wasn't surprised to see all the guys hanging around Rebecca. Hardly anyone paid any attention to me. And I was about to give the memory stick to the prom host when I noticed something. Rebecca was reluctantly dancing with every guy and kept looking at me. I noticed the look of dissatisfaction on her face. Well, of course, but I couldn't care less about her, and the new girl just wanted to make me suffer. I looked at the memory stick, smiled, and put it away in my clutch. Zach was right. There's no need to ruin anything, because Rebecca, sooner or later, will ruin everything herself when she gets tired of the circus. I left the ball with a happy look on my face and went to my boyfriend's. So shall we go for a ride on the bike? I asked. Whatever you want, he answered. For the first time, I enjoyed our time together. We went to a secluded place, watched the sunset, and cuddled. At that moment, I didn't care about Mark or my reputation at school, and I certainly didn't care about Rebecca. But on the very last day of school, something interesting happened. As I walked down the corridor, I was suddenly attacked from behind. It was Rebecca. She started a fight right in front of everyone. You always piss me off. You drive me crazy now. I've done everything I can to ruin your reputation, and you don't even respond to it, she yelled. Everyone was shocked, and I pulled out one of her tricks and started crying. 
All the guys immediately ran up to me to console me. Even Mark came to my defense. That was the moment Rebecca destroyed herself and ran away from school in shame. You were right about her, Mark said. I'm sorry I didn't believe you at first. Do you want to go out sometime? He smiled and took my hand. Get lost, I said calmly. I'm not interested in people like you anymore. Everyone was shocked when I blew off this rich kid. I was relieved. I got my reputation back. Mark asked me out on a date, and I had the nerve to reject him in front of everyone. And then there was my boyfriend, Zach, waiting for me outside of school, who wouldn't trade me for any Rebecca. Being perfect is great, and being surrounded by admirers is fine too, but it's more important to be surrounded by people who see more than just your perfect looks. They see your soul. Zach made me realize that, and now I'm happy. Do you consider yourself a perfect person? Write your answers in the comments. I'd be interested in reading them. And be sure to share this video with your friends. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft. Made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.